0: The reading is from Philippians chapter 4, the first 14 verses, Uh, sorry, chapter 1. Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus, to all the saints in Christ Jesus at Philippi, together with the overseers and deacons, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. It is right for me to feel this way about all of you, since I have you in my heart. For whether I am in chains or defending and confirming the gospel, all of you sharing God's grace with me. God can testify how I long for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. And this is my prayer that what has happened to me has really served to advance the gospel. As a result, it has become clear throughout the whole palace guard and to everyone else that I, that I am in chains for Christ. Because of my chains, most of the brothers in the Lord have been encouraged to speak the word of God more courageously and fearlessly.
1: In this passage we read together, Paul writes one of the best thank you letters to the church and it's obviously really loves the people there and he writes to them with real warmth and compassion. Look at the expressions he uses in verse 4, I always pray with joy. Verse 7, I have you in my heart. Verse 8, I long for you with the affection of Christ. You can almost see the smile on Paul's face as he writes this letter thinking about this church in Philippi He loves the church in Philippi. And why is he so encouraged by this church? There are a number of reasons. They're partners with him in the gospel. They're part of Paul's gospel team. And for Paul, there's nothing more important than the gospel. You remember in in Romans, uh, Paul said this, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel, because it's the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes It's powerful and it changes lives. That's the gospel. And in one Corinthians, Paul says this, I become all things to all people so that by all means I might save some. And in verse 23, I do all this for the sake of the gospel. And I think Paul would have approved of sat seven using all possible means that people might find Christ throughout his letters Paul constantly refers to the gospel. Preaching the gospel is Paul's reason for living. Therefore, this Philippian church is very special to him. These are people who are equally concerned about the gospel. So Paul considers them his gospel partners. Gospel partnership really matters to him because the good news, the Christian message, is remarkable. It transforms lives and it brings hope. SAT 7 is enabling people throughout the region uh, to have an opportunity to hear the gospel. I've been so encouraged by what God is doing in the church in North Africa and in their partnership with SAT 7 for the gospel, their passion and their commitment. In Algeria, uh, 10 years ago, there was hardly any indigenous believers, hardly any at all. But now there's a growing church, growing rapidly, and SAT 7 has been working with them helping equip a studio, training Algerians to making programs. And now every week, Sat7 broadcasts a live church uh, service from uh, a city in Algeria to the rest of Algeria, who's a testimony show as well. And when the the very first uh, service was recorded, uh, Sat7 director Rita was in the church uh, with them, and she asked the pastor... If the people there realise they will be seen by millions of people, including their own countrymen and maybe their own um, neighbours. So before the broadcast, the pastor said to the congregation, if anyone doesn't want their faces seen on TV, please move to the back of the church so you're not seen. And he paused and nobody moved. And the pastor said to Rita later, persecution is a crown which god has given us please don't take it away from us it's not just in algeria we have contacts with christians in libya morocco and tunisia and here's a testimony from a viewer i'd like to thank all sat seven staff you are a light to the world thank you for bringing so many souls out of darkness into the light out of deception to truth i was one of them and I regret all the days I lived apart from Christ. I'm now a regular viewer and learn a lot each day. Paul, in this passage, is full of thanks for the Philippians' partnership in the Gospel. And in verse 6, he's confident that God will complete the work that he started. You can only feel that similar to the church in North Africa, that with their passion for Christ, they're confident that God will continue with them and help them to grow and develop and witness. And of course, same for us, isn't it? If we individually and corporately continue to be confident in God's power and authority through the Holy Spirit, have the same passion for sharing the gospel, then we can expect to flourish and grow in trust and faith that God will do great things here and in the community you serve here at Horsham. But of course... For Paul, the spread of the gospel was not without personal cost. Or for the Philippians too. Paul is writing this uh, letter from prison. He's writing whilst in chains. And he talks about the Philippians too suffering for Christ. But even these chains can't limit the gospel as far as Paul is concerned. In fact, it served to advance the gospel. But the whole palace guard... And everyone else also knows he is in chains for Christ Jesus. I heard of a recent uh, similar situation in Iran. Christians are often arrested and may end up in the infamous Evin detention centre. Terrible place and well known. Two women wrote of their experiences in this book called Captive in Iran. And they tell this story about how Evin became a place of unlikely grace and that through their testimony, many of the prisoners and the guards heard of Christ's love for them. They even talked about Evan becoming a church, the only church many of the prisoners would ever know. How would these people have heard without these women being in prison? And another pastor talked about how the police station is one of their favorite places for evangelism, as when they are arrested, they have to give their testimonies in order to answer the questions. Even in chains, Paul preaches the gospel. But more than that, his example causes others to be more confident in themselves and to proclaim the gospel message. Here's a quote from a woman in Iran. Today, when I was coming back from home, I saw a lady on the bus and I started to talk to her about Jesus. She seemed to be very interested and she asked me how can she get more information about Jesus and Christianity and I gave her details of Sat 7 Pa's channel and asked her to watch your channel. I told her that there are teaching programs which are very useful. Thank God for this opportunity that he gave me. And in verses 15 to 18 here in Philippians, Paul talks about Christ being preached, sometimes by people with the wrong motives or insincerely. But the important thing for Paul is that even in these circumstances, the gospel is preached. And people here Paul is in change in chains, but the gospel is not Paul tells of the power of the gospel and God's amazing grace, and in verse 20 here it says Paul's expectation and hope that he will in no way be ashamed of the gospel but will have sufficient courage so that now and in the future, whether in life or in death, Christ will be exalted. The situation in Egypt has been very difficult over the past four years and a really turbulent time for the people, and particularly Christians and the Christian church. Churches have been burnt and uh, congregations persecuted, a burnt-out church uh, on screen there. But despite this, the church's witness has grown stronger and because of it they're prepared to become more visible. Towards the end of this chapter, the bit we didn't read, Paul has some special words for the Philippians. In verse 27, Whatever happens, conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. Then whether I come and see you or only hear about you in my absence, I will know that you stand firm in the one spirit, striving together as one for the faith of the gospel, without being frightened in any way by those who oppose you. And that's been the experience of the church in Egypt working together and standing firm in the power of the Holy Spirit. And Paul's letter of thanks to the church in Philippi focuses on their partnership in the gospel. The word it uses, fellowship, which is a mutual belonging, a close relationship involving shared interests and concerns. And we at Sat7 are really thankful for the partnerships that we have with many churches across the country. But it goes beyond that, as through that relationship is part of the worldwide church. And you here in Horsham, of course, are very keen on partnerships. Just listening to Mary earlier about uh, going out to uh, Ethiopia, a partnership in the gospel. And that's really important, I think. So what did the partnership look like for the Philippian church? The first thing to note that It involves not just the church leadership, but everybody. In verse 1, it says, to all the saints. Verse 4, I pray for all of you. Verse 7, it's right for me to feel this way about all of you. And verse 8, how I long for all of you. They all accepted the gospel and that moved them to action. And it caused them to, to really do something about it. So they participated in Paul's ministry, in partnership, in a number of ways. And these are lessons for us here this morning. First, through prayer. Verse 19. Through your prayers, what has happened to me will turn out for my deliverance. The Philippians prayed for Paul. Then through being informed, so that Paul could be encouraged over in chapter two, verse nineteen, Timothy, Paul says he wanted Timothy to come to him to bring him news uh, of what's happening in Philippi and to cheer him up. Then, of course, there's telling others partnership in the gospel, which is our responsibility too, not just those with whom we're in partnership. And then finally, through practical support, in verse two, uh, chapter two, verse twenty-five, the church has sent. Epaphroditus, to take care of Paul's needs. Quite sacrificially, as of course he nearly died. But I think it also means practical sports through finance. You read verse 10 of chapter 4, not just a one-off, but continually. Verse 16, you sent me aid again and again. In the context of Saturn 7, that's really important. As a faith mission, regularly going Uh, to having ongoing finance and prayer support which is so helpful the gospel is changing lives and bringing hope across the middle east and north africa and it's our privilege to be in partnership and fellowship with many churches with this work and paul says in verse four in all my prayers i always pray for you with joy because of your partnership in the gospel And my prayer is that we might all be encouraged in our partnership in the gospel of Jesus, whether it be with BMS World Mission, a tier fund, Oasis, or of course Sat 7. This is our responsibility, both as individuals and as a church, to follow the examples of the Philippians.